good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut, hitting cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They are going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi, to all of our friends and relatives in all four directions, you are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake. I am stepping in for host Robert Pilot. My name is Haley Cherry, and my native name is Chashepe uh, Wangwainik, which means Little Eagle Princess in the uh, Hoak language of Ho-Chunk, uh, Ho-Chunk Nation, Wisconsin. Uh, we discuss local and national Native news and events here on Native Roots. Um, and Robert Pilot, he is live at the Minnesota State Fair. This portion of the show is supported by the Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition. And I just wanted to say how much we appreciate NAC and all the work that uh, Dr. Stately and his team do for our relatives and the community. So big Pina Geeky, uh, thank you to them. Uh, hey, we got a full show for you guys today. Uh, we've got uh, Mary Kunish is on. We got humane uh, policy advocate Wendy Pilot with her sacred animals is going to be back today. Uh, Robert Pilot live day two at the Minnesota State Fair um, you know, I'm kicking it in the AC. <laughs> I got the easy job of pushing buttons again, and I'm loving every second of it. But I am excited to hopefully get out there uh, this Sunday. We got uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. It's going to be happening this Sunday at the park. Um, if if anyone's watching um, our Facebook Live, you can see me struggling with our graphics. But, oh, there I am. <laughs> all good but uh we got the indigenous people's day is happening here at dan uh patch park which is uh on the 27th this sunday uh which is just right outside the grandstand within the fairgrounds um again for indigenous people's day at the fair and that is going to be happening from nine to six and i know that the native governance center will be tabling as well as other uh indigenous organizations um this special day at the fair will be hosted by uh, Natives, uh, Indigenous Food Lab, uh, Natives with an F, that stands for uh, Native or North American Traditional Indigenous Food Systems. And this year's theme is uh, environmental and food justice for the Indigenous people of Minnesota. So be sure to check out that event again this Sunday, Dan Patch Park within the fairgrounds, just right outside the grandstand. So uh, why don't we actually pass the mic over to Robert, who is at the fair right now with a couple folks. So uh, let's go ahead and take a listen. Hey, thanks, Haley. Hey, I got a couple cool guests with me right now. I just was in the education building and, and we were just talking about what they were uh, presenting in their booth. And I thought it'd be really important for our listeners out there to hear what's going on. And I want to introduce, your, introduce yourself, please. Uh, Ann Jones, I'm a retired registered nurse uh, out here at the fair working to fix how we pay for health care in Minnesota. And that's huge. And who are you? And I'm Maggie, and I'm a volunteer here with Healthcare for All Minnesota, working to get universal health coverage for everybody here in Minnesota. Well, that's exciting, and that'd be a game changer. Let's talk a little bit. There's a bill coming up that uh, uh, State Senator Marty's uh, presenting, and we want all our constituents and the people listening to the show uh, to reach out to, to their uh, representatives and senators. Let's talk a little bit about that before we get into the fun facts of the fair. So uh, the Minnesota Health Plan, introduced by Senator John Marty, written by and uh, Liz Ryer in the House, is um, currently on the table in the legislature. We need some hearings. We need voters in Minnesota and constituents to call their representatives and ask them to start holding hearings on the Minnesota Health Plan, which would be universal single-payer coverage for every Minnesotan. To learn more about it, come on out to the fair. We're in the education building for all 12 days of the Great Minnesota Get-Together and 12 hours a day. We can tell you all about it. Booth 21 in the education building. Healthcare for all Minnesota. 
Well, you know, that's a, a like a game changer. Let's talk a reminder our people out there that are possibly like married to their jobs because of health care. And I mean, and game changer economic, economically where people would like their job better. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm sure that a lot of you folks listening have either had trouble accessing health insurance if you don't get it through your employer or affording it if you buy it on the public market. It can be completely unaffordable. We've talked to some folks today who are paying up to $2,400 a month in premiums just to cover themselves and their families. You know, that's completely unaccessible, not to mention the price of um, pharmaceuticals. So what the plan would do would really make sure that Everything that you do when it comes to healthcare, step A to Z, is accessible and affordable from seeing your doctor, seeing your dentist, um, getting the medications that you need, seeing a specialist, getting glasses. All of that would be covered so that you can take care of yourself and your family without worrying about how you're going to afford it and access it. Perfect. And we all know that uh, like a lot of our relatives and our native relatives, too, are afraid to go to the doctor because of the costs. Uh, the, the hidden costs if they're not insured. And so it, it kind of keeps people away from that preventive ne- medicine. So the Minnesota health plan would not only be comprehensive, high quality, affordable care for all Minnesotans, but we think this program and, and pr- proposal would be best for workers, for entrepreneurs, for small business owners, for farmers, and for everyone in greater Minnesota. Things like stabilizing um, funding for your hospitals and clinics out in rural Minnesota, making sure that you have the providers um, and caregivers that you need spread out all over the state. We want to worry about having enough people in the pipeline, making sure that you don't have to travel a long ways to see an obstetrician or a mental health provider or even a primary care doctor. So all of these things are possible. If we create a system that covers everybody and takes a comprehensive look at health care in Minnesota. What kind of call to action do we have for our listeners out there? Yeah, so the most important thing is that your legislator knows that this is a really important issue to you. So the most important thing that you can do if you're here in Minnesota, um, or if you're not, contact your federal legislator legislator and let them know that this is important to you. You're seeing a gap in your ability to get um, health care and health coverage and that you vote on this issue. That's the number one thing you can do. If you're here in Minnesota, make sure you let them know that we want to see a hearing this legislative session on the Minnesota health plan. Wow. Perfect. And I just got a quick couple fair questions before we let you go. I want to ask you what your favorite food is or what, what do you eat out here at the fair? Ooh, so last year, the best new fair food was the Minnesota Farmers Union um, pork sandwich. Um, is that the name of it? Anyway, love that. Um, Minnesota Farmers Union. I'm going to make a free advertising for the <laughs> Farmers Union booth. Awesome. And then yours? Well, I'm all about the pickles. I'm really excited. We have a bunch of pickle stuff here this year. So I'm going to be trying the pickle lemonade, the pickle cheese curd tacos, the pickle pizza, the pickle fries. You name it. If there's a pickle on it, I'm going to be eating it today. Wow. Perfect. Yeah. You know, the lieutenant governor tried that pickle tea and she uh, was a little worried about it, but she <laughs> gave it a thumbs up. I want to say a big peeny gee. Thank you. Just one more time where you guys are at at the fair. We are Healthcare for Minnesota. We're in the Education Building, booth number 21. Pina Gigi, thank you. And hey, back to you, Haley. Wow, thank you so much, Robert and uh, Minnesota Health Board for that uh, great info about what's going on on the legislator's agenda for next uh, session. We got the Minnesota Health Plan for all Minnesotans. And I think I think we need that more than ever, honestly. I think so. Contact your legislators. Let them know that you support and you want to see the Minnesota Health Plan on the table. So make sure you do that. Really great plan just for farmers, like they said, workers, small business owners. Um, really just open up that door for people to get health care and to take care of themselves and to not worry about the affordability of it. Um yeah, really important. I think really a good bill that we need to focus on and push for all Minnesotans. But uh, we got just a, I think we got uh, about a minute left here in this segment. Uh, make sure you stay stay with us here. We got uh, State Senator Mary Kunish on with us here for her usual weekly updates. And we're always so grateful to have her on with us here on Native Brits Radio. So stay with us. We'll be right back after this short break.
We are your relatives. We are your relations. Brothers. Sisters. Sons. Daughters. And, and some, some of us are your grandchildren. We are your community. Historically, we held places of honor and respect. Because of the impact of colonization, some of us are rejected, thrown out from family, friends, and community, set up as targets for sexual violence, sex trafficked, humiliated, tortured, and murdered. Everybody has the right to be safe. We are your relatives. Remember, homophobia is not traditional. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live and and let howl. This is Chad, owner of AM950, here to tell you about the exterior construction company I trust, Snap Construction. If your home was hit with the most recent storms, trust the most well-reviewed exterior construction company, Snap Construction, for a free home inspection. This is Ryan, owner of Snap Construction. There are a lot of great construction companies in town. My advice is to take your time and do your research. Make sure they are locally owned and that they guarantee their craftsmanship for life. Also, you want to find a company that's been in business for at least 10 years. You want to work with a company that's going to be there long after the work is done. Snap Construction has handled thousands of claims, and we'll help you through the process. Don't go with the out-of-town fly-by-night contractor. Most storm damage goes missed by the untrained eye. Trust Snap Construction for your free storm damage evaluation. For your free storm damage evaluation, call Snap Construction at 612-333-SNAP or visit them online at snapconstruction.com. That's 612-333-SNAP or snapconstruction.com. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, Katagigi. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey guys, welcome back to Native Brits Radio, where we discuss local and national Native news and events. You know, in the segment, we got our update weekly from uh, State Senator Mary Kunish. Always great to have her on. Uh, Mary is a Standing Rock Sioux tribe. So let's go ahead and listen to what she's got to say. Take it away, Mary. Hey, Matakiyape, Robert and Haley. So good to be here with you on this uh really lovely sunny Friday day. It's the um, 25th of August and that means that school is just around the corner for most of our Minnesota kids. I think that uh, there are plenty of other uh, kids around the country that are already back in school and um, that's got to be kind of tough with this heat. I know that there have been schools that um, that have maybe had to take a break already because they don't have air conditioning and the heat is so high. I think I, I heard a report about um, about the bus drivers. The air the buses aren't air conditioned, and so the bus drivers are having a really hard time with that. So, big thank you, big Wopila and Piamia to those those bus drivers that get our kids to and fro from school. I know. Robert, you being having been a teacher, me um, having been a teacher, those bus drivers are often the unsung heroes of our educational system. But here in Minnesota, you know, as the summer kind of draws to an end, I know you're at the State Fair a lot, Robert. That's got to be fun. Lots of good food to eat at the Minnesota State Fair. It's the best state fair in the nation. So if anybody wants to vacation in Minnesota, um, State Fair time is the perfect time to come and visit us. But, you know, it's been a real good season of sun and fun. And um, our new school year is just right around the corner. I know that um, that a lot of teachers, <coughs> excuse me, are looking forward to this school year because we have been able to invest in our schools in Minnesota like we haven't in decades. It was, you know, as many people have called it, a transformative legislative session, and that's because we 
use the dollars that our taxpayers uh, give us and have given us. And yes, we had a surplus. And we took those dollars and we are funding our education in the best way with really good policy reform. And so um, now comes the the time for our school districts to step up and, and um, you know, implement the policies and use those dollars to the best that they can for our students, because at the end of the day, it's all about our students. Um, Minnesota, I think, is being discussed across the nation about the work that we did this year. We have a Democrat trifecta here. Uh, Democrats um, are are the majority in the House and the Senate, and then our governor is also um, DFL. So that's how we got things done this year. And uh, I, as the chair of education finance in the Senate, really made sure uh, and focused on our kids because our kids deserve the very best start we can in life and um, preparing them and maintaining a strong school, especially through funding, is absolutely critical to that. So this year, our basic education formula is going to see a 4% increase and a 2% increase in the following year. Usually it's around two and two, and we're kind of bickering back and forth with our GOP members about that number even. But um, we wanted to get that money into the schools right off the bat and ensure that uh, future years that formula will be tied, um, not necessary to inflation, but we will be able to uh, really, the schools will be able to um, depend on knowing that they're going to get anywhere between 2 and 3% for sure, for sure, every year. We did, um, we invested incredible amount of money in our English language learners and our special education uh, learners. We don't get the full funding from the federal government that we should. And so our school districts have had to use a lot of money for EL and SPED and transportation that could be going to the classrooms, going to the teachers and the resources that they need. So we wanted to alleviate some of those those problems. Minnesota is also um, eliminating, or we did eliminate school breakfast and lunch fees. And I think that's going to be a real game changer for a lot of our families. We know that our kids can't really learn well when they come to school with a, a grumbling tummy or they get to the lunch line and there's no money in their account and either they're turned away or given a peanut butter sandwich. Um, so we're making sure that our kids have um, have that the nutrition that they need, and um, this will out absolutely help with our program administrative costs too. So that's really going to make a big difference. One of the things that we did uh, in uh, the K twelve education too is um, K twelve education tax credit. And that is um, been expanded from the previous benefits for households under thirty five thousand five hundred. So now it's going to be eligible for households all the way up to seventy thousand dollars, and that maximum credit um, increased from one thousand dollars per student or per child to fifteen hundred per per um, child. So that's going to ensure that more of our middle class taxpayers and tax payers with older children in K-12 schools are going to receive that that uh, relief from education-related um, expenses. And so, uh, you know, as we go forward and talk about or look at um, some of the work that we've been able to do here in Minnesota, really and truly um, am proud of the work that, that we've been able to do, especially around Indian education. Um, I I can't tell you how, again, how proud I am of the work that we've done across the board for our tribes. I have a a little packet here of about 10 pages of really good legislation that's going to affect our our tribes. But when we talk about education, um, we were able to increase American Indian aid, education aid here in Minnesota um, by $12.9 million this year, and that's going to increase to 14.7 in the future. So those school districts and charter schools and tribal contract schools that operate an American Indian education program 
and serve more than 20 American Indian students are currently eligible for American Indian aid. So if you're in Minnesota and you have Native kids in any of our public schools, and charter schools are public schools, um, and there are more than 20 American Indian students in there, uh, that your your school should be and will be receiving American Indian aid. But it's what's even more important is check with your administrators because there should be a parent advisory group that works with the administration to ensure that these dollars are getting to our Native students and getting to them in the right way. So there's, there's a chunk of change to help our, our Native kids because, you know, we have low, low graduation rates. Some schools are, I mean, we're seeing a significant change over the last couple of years, but it still plagues us. Um, We also um, are doubling the amount of the American Indian education aid that they can receive. Um, And we also have money for the Native Language Revitalization Grants, we have money for the Minnesota Indian Teacher Training Program. This is a one-time funding to expand those um, those uh, programs for our, our Indian teachers, and it's going to create a new revenue account to allow that those grants to go for at least five years. So take a look at that for that. Anyways, um, we're doing a just really great work here. Um, I. Can't thank you enough, Robert and Haley, for being here and and putting the information out there. And so I'm going to sign off just about now, and I'm sending it back to you, Robert. Have a really great time out at the fair. Wow, thank you so much, uh, Minnesota State Senator Mary Kunish, always for joining us here on Native Roots Radio. Uh, Fridays wouldn't wouldn't be the same without you, Mary. So thanks for that update. Um, just jumping on what uh, Mary was talking about, too, with uh, free, uh, no more fees for uh, school lunches and breakfast. I mean, that is huge. You know, you I, I'm 25. I remember being in even elementary school and having a different ticket for the lunchroom and just, you know, um, even just like the embarrassment that, 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 you know, made me feel, um, and, you know, just always good to have that nutrition and, you know, in, in the, in the school system as well is always really good. So thank you, Mary and everyone else, um, in the legislation that worked so hard to make that happen. Uh, we got to take a, a, a short little break here, but stick with us and we'll be right back with Wendy Pilot. She's going to give us some great tips for some vegan options at the fair. Stay with us. Minnesotans age 65 plus might qualify for Health Partners Minnesota Senior Health Options. The plan includes personal support, coverage for medical prescription drugs and dental, plus over 30 extra benefits. Eligibility information is available at healthpartners.com slash one plan. Health Partners is a health plan that contracts with both Medicare and the Minnesota Medical Assistance Medicaid program to provide benefits of both programs to enrollees. Enrollment in Health Partners depends on contract renewal. Hey, it's Tom. Going solar is a great way to save on energy costs. By using the sun to power your house, you can feel good about an investment that will last for years. All Energy Solar is a locally trusted turnkey solar installer that's been around since 2009. They provide custom designs and quality installations of solar panel systems that work for your energy needs. One of the best parts about going solar is it's an investment that can pay for itself. Your system can pay back 100% of the installation cost in as little as eight years. Plus, a system from All Energy Solar can pay back over 300% of its cost over its lifetime. There's also many tax incentives and rebates available, and the experts at All Energy Solar can walk you through the entire process to make sure you're saving as much as possible. So go green, both financially and environmentally, with All Energy Solar. Get a free, no-obligation assessment from All Energy Solar by calling 800-620-3370 or visiting allenergysolar.com. 
Upfront Minnesota is the state's largest LGBTQ plus advocacy organization, and they're celebrating our state's accomplishments protecting our LGBTQ plus neighbors. This is especially important as surrounding states are passing legislation targeting our trans community. But here in Minnesota, we made it clear, you belong here. Minnesota's LGBTQ plus rights have taken a significant step forward with the conversion therapy ban and the trans refuge bill, helping reshape the national discourse. The trailblazers who once championed same-sex marriage a decade ago continue propelling Minnesota towards an even brighter future. To celebrate these accomplishments, Outfront Minnesota is hosting their annual gala, where we bring in together more than 700 guests at Allianz Field on Thursday, September 14th. The event celebrates a year of legislative wins while honoring diverse communities propelling Minnesota forward into next year. Again, that's Thursday, September 14th at Allianz Field with a dinner at 6 and party at 8. So come celebrate Minnesota's progress on LGBTQ plus rights and order your tickets at Outfront.org. Hey, it's Patrick for Zero Res, my cleaning heroes. Did you know as many as one in five Americans suffer from allergies caused by particles found in the air in your home? If you or anyone in your family suffers from allergies or asthma, or you just want cleaner, healthier air, Zero Res can help with their air duct and dryer vent cleaning service. The Zero Res 12-step professional source removal process guarantees your home will be clean to the highest standards. Not only will an air duct cleaning help this allergy season, but you will enjoy less dust, lower energy bills, and your home will stay cleaner longer. It's back to school time, so there's no better time for a fresh start than right now. And that's why Zero Res is taking 100 bucks off air duct cleaning services through the rest of August. Call 9520-RES or go to ZeroResMinnesota.com right now and ask for the AM950 special. Spell it backward or forwards, it's the same. Zero Res. With a look at your AM950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Clear tonight with a low of 62, then sunshine Saturday and cooler with a high of 73. The Tungis Palette is a social enterprise business built with purpose and fortified with love. Discover the best peach cobbler in the world at Latungis Palette, 1400 Park Avenue South in Minneapolis. Visit the website at latungispalette.com. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Oh! That was my lone wolf howl today, guys. <laughs> Again, my name is Haley Cherry. I'm uh, the producer here on Native Roots Radio, stepping in for your host, Robert Pilot, who is out live at the 2023 Minnesota State Fair. Uh, really great things happen in there this weekend if you do get a chance to get out there. Uh, again, Dan Patch Park, Indigenous People's Day. Go check out uh, what they're cooking up there. And then uh, after that, you could head down to the West End Market and do some shopping at uh, Native Roots Trading Post. Uh, hey, before we go into our sacred animal uh, section of the show, I just want to introduce Wendy Pilot. Uh, Wendy's been a humane policy advocate here on Native Roots for many, many years, and we uh, always appreciate her giving a voice to our sacred animals. So uh, take it away, Wendy. Hey, everybody. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Haley. Hey, everybody. My name is Hanaji Hihani. That means cares for them. I was given that name by my Dega Curtis. Curtis goes by Mashke Hanajinga, which means walks on white clouds. I'm a humane policy volunteer leader for the Humane Society of the United States, and I work on animal issues at the local and state level, and it's always my pleasure to do that. Um, Hey, today, Robert is at the Minnesota State Fair. He is at our booth, uh, Native Roots Trading Post. We're located in the West End Market, so come by and check it out. I think the weather this week is going to be a a little bit cooler and more tolerable. And today uh, I was asked to talk about uh, vegan food that you can find at the Minnesota State Fair. Yeah. So um, as most people know who listen, I am vegan. Uh, I do not eat any animal products. And I've been vegan, I'm going to say, for about 12 years now. 
And when I went to the Minnesota State Fair in years past, it was really hard for me to find uh, food that I would eat. So um, they do have, if you go online, for anybody who out there who is interested, they do have a Minnesota State Fair vegan food guide. And it's from bitesizedbeat.com. Again, that's bitesizedbeat.com. And it's dated August 15th, 2023. And it gives you a list of the food that is vegan. Uh, There is a disclaimer here that says uh, the person who made up this uh, blog that they've compiled this list from what they've eaten and from other lists that they've seen online. So they haven't necessarily tried everything and therefore cannot legitimately recommend everything. Uh, some, you know, some things people may like and some people uh, may not like. Um, but this is really um, an awesome guide. And I use this guide when I go to the Minnesota State Fair because literally every year, there's another vegan or plant-based option put on this list. Honestly, I don't even think that I'm going to be able to get through the list in my segment here. But So that's how many things that there are. So the International Bazaar, uh, if you've ever gone in that area, really has so many delicious vegan options. And uh, so first of all, they have... Um, Let's see, cinnamon roasted nuts. Who doesn't like cinnamon roasted nuts, right? Uh, Moma dosa is a veggie pakora, which I love. Um, And it's marked vegan and gluten-free, but the mint chutney has yogurt in it. So you just take that off the side, right? And most things that are vegetarian, most of the time could easily be... um, made vegan, right? So I don't do any cheese or dairy or fish or meat or anything that comes from an animal. The Panda Palace Asian cuisine in the International Bazaar has delicious uh, vegetable spring rolls and veggie fried rice. Uh, St. Martin's Olives on a Stick. Now, who doesn't like a good olive? I know Robert and I love olives and we have eat olives all the time. The Union Mung Kitchen has a lemongrass uh, turmeric tofu, which is vegan and gluten-free. And I have to say, I have not had that uh, ever, so I will make that um, one of my places to go and try. Again, that's at the International Bazaar, all those places that I did. Now, the food building. Uh, The food building is great, and I love to go through the uh, food building. And it's really fun to uh, do that. And last year, the Herbivorous Butcher, uh, which is located in Minneapolis, and it's actually a butcher shop. You go in there and it looks like a butcher shop. Uh, The Herbivorous Butcher, they are new in the food building and they're offering two delicious, and I don't know what they are right now, uh, options that you could go in and buy. But I didn't know this either. The Dairy Bar has oat milk sir- soft serve, and I love a good uh, soft serve. And I'm telling you, people who are not vegan uh, and have had the oat milk uh, ice creams say it's just delicious. You could also get falafels at the Falafel Kings, uh, Harry Sings, anything marked, marked vegetarian could be made vegan. Uh, the herbivorous butcher, I said, Manny's uh, tortillas, uh, there's Mario's, the nautical bowls, oodles of noodles, Sarah's tipsy pies, uh, which are really delicious, uh, a nice, um, the Irish apple one is vegan, and it's like a little handheld apple pie that you can eat, and it's so delicious. Everywhere else in the fair, you could get... Um, Auntie M's funnel cakes. I did not know that they were vegan, and I and I and I think that I haven't eaten them in many years because I didn't know. But I'm going to try that. Uh, Baba's hummus falafel pita bread, also really good. The ballpark cafe. Listen, you could get some garlic fries and onion rings that are really good. 
Every year I go to the corn roast. Just hold the butter. That's it. Hold the butter and it's vegan. Get a little salt on there. And let me tell you, the corn at the Minnesota State Fair does not need anything on it. It is just so delicious. And at Daryl's Doghouse, they have a vegan corn dog. There's a little uh, booth that they opened up. And I'm going to tell you, the guy, we talked to the guy um, at Daryl's Doghouse, which is the vegan corn dog. I think it was new last year. He just by accident kind of did this. And he could not believe at the response uh, that he got. And he just said, I'm making more money selling vegan corn dogs than if I would a regular corn dog. And they're delicious. So definitely go, um, go and try that. Let's see what else we got here. French Meadow has uh, several marked vegan options. Uh, the French, uh, fresh French fries. We know that those are so delicious. Hamlin Church Dining Hall has dill pickle lemonade and strawberry. Um, that is also marked here. Delicious and try. You have to try it. Harry's Kettle Corn. Island noodles. This is one of my favorite things. I go every year and I have it. Island noodles. Traditional noodles are marked vegan and it's delicious. Really, really good. Johnny Pops. Juanita's fajitas. Delicious. Veggie fajita, bean bowls. Just get it without cheese. I'm going to run out of time. I told you that. See that? There's so many vegan options at the Minnesota State Fair. Um, let's see, mini apple pie, apple and blueberry pie without ice cream, Minnesota snowy shaved ice, Minnesota apples at the agricultural building. You could get apple cider, frozen apple cider and applesauce, vegan, the perfect pickle, regular or Cajun fried pickles, and you could just bring your own dipping sauce. Uh, let's see the produce, produce exchange. If you want to stay healthy, you can get some fresh fruit, grilled peaches. Um, very good. Let's see what this is. Sunny's fair food, spiral cut chips. Uh, let's see cotton candy. You want some candy? Get that strawberries and cream, strawberry patch. You can get strawberries with canned whipped cream, uh, on request, it's vegan. Tot Boss, plain tots, you can get those. Very good. West End Creamery, that's where we're based. A soy-based ice cream with oat milk. Ask for the dairy-free menu, but note, it's not all vegan, so check it out. Um, delicious food, so go out there if you're vegan. If not, just try some of these. Try some of these options. You'd be really surprised how de delicious they are. Some are healthy, and honestly, some, are, some of them are not. But you know what? I'm not healthy. I am not a vegan, and I don't do it for health. I do it for the animals. Listen, I don't want to eat anything that's going to run away from me if I come at it with a knife. So with that, Robert, back to you, back to you, Haley, and have a great Minnesota State Fair this year. Wow. Thank you, Wendy. You guys, again, that's Wendy Pilot, our uh, humane policy advocate here on Native Roots Radio. Uh, Wendy Pilot, or also Cares for Them is her native name. Uh, but you can find all of those vegan options at the Minnesota State Fair again, which there was a lot. So if you missed any of those, um, a lot meaning amazing. I'm happy we have that many options for our vegan people. But if you missed any of those, go check that out at Bite sizedbeat.com slash blog slash Minnesota State Fair. Um, yeah, I just, I wanted to point out to the Juanina's Fajitas, um, amazing name, just really rolls off the tongue. <laughs> I had a great chuckle at that one. Juanina's Fajitas, uh, go check them out if you're heading out to the State Fair for some great vegan options. Uh, Wendy, too, just mentioned in On the Corn, uh, great, great. Uh, sweet corn, roasted sweet corn out at the state fair. If you haven't had that, uh, that's always one of my go-tos as well. But vegan, make it vegan, hold the butter. Um, <laughs> it really doesn't need butter or salt. I mean, really, I just had the most amazing sweet corn this past weekend at the uh, Midwakatin uh, Shakopee Powwow Grounds and amazing. Love the sweet corn. So 
if you're out there, go get that. I believe they're a dollar for, um, what do they call it? Like a cob, the corn on the cob. So get out there, have some of that, bring your dental floss. Uh, that's always what I forget to bring with me because the corn, it just always gets stuck in my teeth, but always worth it. So um, next up, I know Robert's still out at the fair and I know we've got um, another great guest on the line that he is with as well. So we got to take a short break here soon coming up in just about a minute. But if you're... Uh, if you're not driving and you're not listening to us on the air, make sure to check us out on uh, Native Roots Radio Facebook page or our YouTube channel as well. Check out our live stream that we have going on uh, every time we do the show. So stay with us. You are listening to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake. <laughs> Your neighbors are talking about the Blue Line Extension, connecting North Minneapolis, Crystal, Robbinsdale, and Brooklyn Park to the light rail transit system. I feel like a lot of times people, when they think about transit, it's like, well, it's a bus, it's a train, it's whatever. But it, it really isn't. It's a lifeline for many communities, and it feels like something that we really need here. Hear more of this story and others at yourblueline.org. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Is your remote workforce putting your company at risk? Cyber criminals are targeting your employees with COVID-19 inspired emails and attacking businesses like yours. Hi, Mark Sommerfeld from Rymark. Rymark has the tools and expertise to enable your employees to work securely from home. If you need help getting your staff to work remotely and securely, call 651-328-8900 or go to rymarkit.com. That's 651-328-8900 or rymarkit.com. The Senior Linkage Line is a free statewide service of the Minnesota Board on Aging, helping older Minnesotans and caregivers find answers and connect to services and supports. Questions about Medicare, transportation, looking to move to senior housing, overwhelmed with prescription drug plans? Call the Senior Linkage Line at 800-333-2433 or visit trellisconnects.org where we help people optimize well-being as they age. That's trellisconnects.org. This is uh, Leonard Peltier. I am in uh, Coleman 1, U.S. Penitentiary, and I'm listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, Kadagi, welcome back. This portion of the show is supported by NACTI, All My Relations Art Gallery. You can go check out that exhibit, Indewisagindam, uh, My Heart Hurts, which is a solo exhibition by Laura Youngbird. And Laura is a member of the Minnesota Chippewa Grand Portage Band here in Minnesota. Uh, so if you're looking for something to do this weekend, if you're not uh, going to head out to the fair and you want to stay in the AC, why don't you head over to uh, NACTI's uh, All My Relations Art Gallery and check that out. It's right next door to uh, Pow Wow Grounds Coffee. Uh, so get yourself some coffee or if you want to try their fry bread is amazing as well. Get a fry bread taco or fry bread pizza um, and tell them that Native Roots Radio sent you over there. I know uh, Robert's at the fair, and Robert is with a very special guest that he is ready to interview. So why don't we hand it over to you, Robert? Hey, thanks, Haley. Uh, you know, I'm at the fair here, and I'm running into a lot of cool people. I want this uh, gentleman here to introduce himself. Uh, Rick Hansen. I'm a state representative from South St. Paul, Minnesota. We love South St. Paul, and uh, being a St. Paul person, it's our, our close neighbor here uh, of the pilot family. Well, it's great. I've got, uh, I represent South St. Paul, Invergrove, Newport, St. Paul Park, Southern Cottage Grove, and Northern Gray Cloud Island Township. Wow, that's awesome. That's a, that's a lot of land. Um, so 
we had the trifecta, and uh, it's really fun to talk to uh, our senators and representatives and lieutenant governor and governor about how Minnesota seems to be uh, the beacon of the United States and all the great work that you guys have done this year. It is, uh, you know, we have to kind of pinch ourselves. Uh, did it really happen? Uh, what's this strange feeling that I have? Oh, it's succeeding. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's working. You know, things are working. So uh, it's great. I chair the Environment Committee, and we have so many things that, you know, we worked on for years, just years that we've worked on and uh, able to accomplish. And, you know, some of these things were bipartisan, some weren't, but, uh, you know, I think people are generally pretty happy with what we've done. Well, I know I am, and I know there's a lot of native bills, a lot of bills like uh, free lunch for the students. There's a lot of these issues that I know your party's been working on, for, as you said, for years and years, and it's just been uh, a great thing. So we got another session coming up in a little while here, so people out there should probably be starting to think about reaching out to their senators and representatives about some bills maybe. Well, come to the State Fair. Uh, we're, we're here. We're behind the screen at the uh, Minnesota House House booth. It's uh, the one quiet place on the fairgrounds for the interview. But uh, I've been working here the last couple days. We've got people coming in from all over the state. We've got an opinion survey that's anonymous that people can fill out. And people aren't shy about asking or giving their opinions. So uh, it's really enjoyable. You know, people love the fair. And, and uh, they love coming by and talking to us. So... It's an enjoyable experience. And then after I'm done here, I'm going to go get some food. Right on. I'm going to ask you about that in a second. So, hey, we're in the education building. And if you don't know where that is, there's information booths all over the fair. But it's a lot of great information, a lot of different booths here. And, again, you'll see some state representatives and senators. Yeah, I, I want to make sure we talked a little bit about some great things that we did. You know, we provided funding for uh, restoration of elk with Fond du Lac. Uh, we provided the money for uh, turning back uh, to uh, the Upper Sioux Agency uh, tribe for that land, land mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Um, you know, and then just in general, I think a different tone of, you know, we're part of this world. We're not, we don't have dominion over it. And in environment, we've got to realize that we're, you know, whether it's a little bumblebee or whether it's a deer or whether it's otter or a beaver, I mean, we're all part of this thing. And, and you know, we haven't taken very good care of our land, and we have to do better on it. And we're, we're starting to make that effort. You know, even when you walk around the fairgrounds here, you see the ash trees that are, that are getting sick. And we provided money uh, to try to help with takedown and to plant new trees, not all of the same species, not all of the same age, uh, and try to get, that, uh, get the restoration happening. And you'll see even on the fairgrounds here, people have restored pollinator gardens and habitat. So uh, I'm hopeful that we can build on what we've done this year. There's so much to do, uh, turning the ship to do things better. Yeah, and it's really cool that, you know, we're all part of the land and, and our relatives that you talk about with hooves and uh, tails and, uh, and big noses. Uh, you know, it's great to hear a, a, a lawmaker like yourself talk that way. Well, it's, you know... We come from it, and we return to it, and we need to take care of it. And it's really, it's that change of focus of rather than just it's there for us to use. Well, no, we have to we have to be a part of it. And uh, it's just you know I think that's really it, it's not just a native view. I think it's a young people. You know, when I have young people in their twenties and even the teenagers, and they're filling out the surveys, I hear them argue with their parents about climate, you know, or taking care of the environment, or uh, we have a question about the wolf hunt. And uh, uh, so come and fill out the questionnaire. But there's young people are just, it's just a different, I I think things are changing, and I feel hopeful about that. Yeah, really good point, and I'm going to let you go here in a second here, but I just wanted to say, uh, uh, yeah, uh, the wolf hunt we're so against, and, uh, you know, like the lieutenant governor's part of the wolf clan so we know how sacred they are and uh wow this has been really really a, a, a good interview and uh i really appreciate what you do for the state of minnesota and i just got to ask you a couple of quick questions and one is what's your favorite fair food well i'm kind of traditional i have a, the prano pup i have to eat a prano pup and then i have to go to the ag hort building and get an apple i always get an apple and i always get a prano pup and then i top it off with the little mini donuts 
and then I go home and take some antacids. <laughs> right on. And, and thank you so much, State Senator, for uh, stopping by Native Roots Radio. Glad to be here and anytime. All right. Back to you, Haley. Thanks so much, Robert. Another great interview. You know, uh, State Representative, uh, you know, that is just hilarious what you said. Uh, talking about all your fair food that you eat and then you go home and take an antacid. You know, me too, State Representative. <laughs> uh, again, you know, that was State Representative uh, Rick Hansen, and he's a part of our Demetic, uh, Democratic Farmer Labor Party here in the state of Minnesota. And he works on a lot of the environmental issues here. And, um, you know, we say land back a lot on this show and as natives, um, you know, because we're, you know, as people who inhabited this land, you know, we're one of the first people to know how to work with the land, not against it, how to have a relationship with Mother Earth and Father Sky and how to take care of them. And, you know, I really agree what you said there, uh, State Representative. We, we come from the land. We come from the earth. We return to it and we have to take care of it, not take from it. You know, as natives, um, if if we are to take something from Mother Earth, we always make sure to give give back in some way and return the favor. Um, and, you know, that's just having a relationship with the earth and and not taking from it. Um, you know, I always say if you're going to take something, you know, plant a tree, plant two, uh, plant three. But really... Um, always important to take care of our earth. And I agree too with the younger generation, you know, I'm Gen, I'm Gen X and, or Gen Z. And I feel like we are just so have awakened to the issues going on with climate change and um, environmental issues and all of that. And we just, we all really need to become awake. And there's a quote that I really like, um, I forget who says it, but um, the American dream is only a dream because you need to be sleeping to believe it. So wake up. And uh, that's that one hits really close to home. And I'm sure it does for a lot of you listeners out there as well. So with that, um, we got we got to end the show here. So uh, thank you so much for listening to Native Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake. Uh, Robert Pilot and I hopefully back out at the Minnesota State Fair next week. We have to resist, divest, join a group, run for office, and free Leonard Peltier. Now. Yeah.